Everything we see around us is made up of chemicals. The sun, the earth, that red plastic chair around the corner, our bodies, our minds, everything. Disruptions due to chemicals are not uncommon. In fact, their episodic dysfunctionalities are exactly what makes them even more common. Not every surface we come across has a fine finish. Similarly, every human's immune system responds a little differently to the kind of germs they come in contact with. For example, there's this disease known as lupus, which is a long-term autoimmune disease where the body's immune system becomes hyperactive and attacks the normal healthy tissues of the body. A disease such as lupus exists because of the chemical imbalances in the body. Our minds have chemical imbalances as well. Mental health refers to the behavioral and emotional well-being of a person. It's about how someone thinks and feels and thereby behaves. More often than not, mental health has been disregarded and dismissed in our society due to several preconceived notions, one of which is that all there is to mental health are disorders. Before we talk about mental health, I think it's important that we talk about the word health. If I were to ask you, what do you understand by the word health? Uh, what is the first thing that will come to your mind? I guess uh, we'll focus more on physical health, right? Amandeep Saikya is a clinical psychologist who is presently working as a student counselor at IIT Kanpur. She had also previously worked at the LGBT Regional Institute of Mental Health, Tejpur, Assam. So when we are talking about health, it's just physical health that will come to our mind. But we need to know that as much as we have a physical health, we all have a mental health too. And mental health is as important as physical health. So we need to know that as much as we are taking care of our physical body, we need to take care of our mental health. And uh, now to move on to mental health and to understand what it means, we need to first uh, know that mental health is not just mental disorder. Like generally people have this conception but we need to know that mental disorder is just a part of the bigger picture. So mental health is more than just mental disorder. If I were to explain to you, on one end, we have mental illness, mental disorder. We have different kind of uh, mental disorders such as anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, and the list goes on. And uh, on the other end, we have states of positive mental health. You cannot just be on one end of the continuum and not experience the other continuum at all. Anyone can be in this continuum. We all are in this continuum and we move up and down. Like sometimes we might be on this end and sometimes we might be moving on the other end where we, we might be experiencing the states of positive mental health. We need to know uh, how this shifting from one end of the continuum to the other end occurs it depends on many factors the way you have been brought up uh, the upbringing it affects then genetic makeup is one thing environmental the life circumstances in which you are currently in or maybe the daily stresses it affects your mental health and that's how you move up and down so if you ask me what is states of positive mental health when do we say that one is experiencing positive mental health 
So if we see or if we experience contentment in our life, when we can say that we are fulfilled or we are thriving, that's when we say that one is experiencing positive mental health. Also, you know, as a professional, we use different kind of interventions. So these mental health interventions, it's uh, it just focuses on moving up the continuum from this end to state of positive mental health, where we are trying to help someone reach their full potential and, you know, live satisfying life. And being mentally healthy. So what is mentally healthy? Uh, when one is resilient, is able to cope with the difficult times and feeling more in control of the lives. When one is being able to manage their emotions, being able to express their emotions clearly. The next thing that I'd like to tell is about at different times we experience periods where we feel worried, angry, anxious, sadness. So, uh, you must have heard, right? Someone is very sad and they might just end up saying that, okay, I'm I'm so depressed. Or someone might be feeling a bit anxious, maybe due to upcoming exams. And they might just say that, okay, like I'm going to have a panic attack. We need to know that these are normal emotions, you know, like when you feel stressed, when you feel worried, angry, anxious, sadness, these are normal emotions. In our day-to-day life, we use these terms like uh, depression, I'm having, I'm depressed, I'm having panic attack. You know, it is very different. So someone who is experiencing depression, the symptoms will be very different from this normal day-to-day sadness that you might be experiencing. So when do we say that someone is having a mental health problem? You know, like every one of us experience this normal emotion, but when do we understand that, okay, now it is a problem? We need to know that when these emotions, you know, they get severe enough to interfere with your daily life, with your ability to function, it becomes persistent with time, then it can lead to mental health problems. So you might experience uh, sadness, it might just be for few hours and next day you're all fine. Uh, We do not say that, okay, that, that is a mental health problem. If the same person is experiencing sadness for a prolonged period, maybe say for weeks, for months, that's when we say that, okay, this person is probably having mental health problem. There are several common misconceptions that surround mental health. The primary seed being it not being real or real enough to be treated as a health condition. Uh, the first would be uh, people generally assume that people are fake. People think that okay, if someone is saying that they have feeling anxious for a long time. People will assume that, okay, this person is just pretending to not work. That is one. The second would be uh, people with mental health problems can snap out of it whenever they want to. You know, that is not true because they're experiencing that emotion. The next would be uh, people with mental health challenge cannot handle stress or they cannot hold a proper job. But we need to know that people with mental health uh, problems can contribute to the society just like any other individual. Another misconception is addiction. Who are experiencing or going through addiction, uh, people assume that they just have a lack of willpower. Another one would be people with uh, people who are experiencing mental illness. Uh, they are violent and dangerous. You must have heard it, right? That this person is dangerous, do not go. He will just hit you anytime if you go near him. He is not in his right state of mind. There is very less percentage of people, if you see the statistics, where uh, people with mental illness are being violent. 
another misconception regarding mental health that would be a misconception with regard to treatment process with mental illness people assume that if they go for therapy if they seek help it is a waste of time why to bother and maybe you can just take medication go to a psychiatrist take medication but uh, we need to know that treatment needs for every individual is different some people would require medication when the symptoms are very severe but there are times when it is less severe and talk therapy would be more beneficial and there are times when we need to incorporate both talk therapy and medication this is one misconception that i wanted to tell you in details because people resist going for help another one would be people don't recover from mental illness so as i already mentioned uh, people with mental illness they have different treatment needs and different uh, even person with same mental health condition would have different experiences so it's not like people will not recover they will have different recovery time social stigma is what we call or refer to as a state of being discriminated discriminated on the basis of race age sexual orientation gender and even health stigma specifically based on gender towards mental health is also equally prevalent but the common link between all social stigmas is that almost always it is built on the foundation of fear and weakness you know like women are more prone to live with anxiety and depression as compared to men uh, also if we see in our society women are more prone i'm not saying that men are not prone to violence and trauma but women in our society are more likely to experience violence and trauma and uh, women who are experiencing distress we need to know that they are not weak generally in our society it's considered that women should be handling the family should have should be uh, controlling their children and taking care of the entire family basically manage everything in the surroundings if you see that this is a problem here this this causes problem one at one side we know that women while they are taking care of their family while taking care of the children and their job they forget to take care of their own mental health women they face their own set of stigma surrounding mental health issues and uh, uh why i'll be talking about men but as compared to men women you know like they uh, they are criticized for displaying stereotypical masculine traits like if women show aggression or they so uh, they express competitiveness or toughness they are uh, criticized you know there are many gender stereotypes especially women who have children they have this constant fear that they will be branded as unstable or unfit mother and uh, that's why in our society we'll see that women in general they try to hide their mental health problems they do not express for that but that's how i think the society has shaped uh, one to do what they are doing they say a society is built by us for us but the box of rules that we make for us they hardly ever work for us the box of rules you must have seen the advertisement uh, where talking about ladke rote nahi hain boys don't cry like in our society in general boys are uh, assumed to be strong like it's considered that boys who or men who express uh, emotion or if they cry this equals to being weak uh, depression equals to weakness men should be able to control their emotions 
asking for help shows a lack of masculinity men generally fear being branded as weak you know this cause men and boys uh, to perceive mental health problems as weakness and you know therefore uh, they reject help they ignore their symptoms they are unable to express because how society is shaped our entire world is built on the idea of hope a better future emphasizing on the word better from doctors to religion the idea has always been about hope and that is it and when it comes to mental health anyone with a little hope works i will not differentiate in terms of women and men it is equally difficult for both men and women to seek for help how society talks about mental health it is very difficult to seek help when one is experiencing mental health condition because of how society has shaped things for all of us but the more we are aware of what mental health is the importance of mental health and importance of physical health and how they are both equal okay so in depression uh, there are different symptoms uh, it might be demotivation there might be lack of concentration and uh, other physical symptoms will be there but the major thing that surrounds a depression is a lack of social interaction where you do not feel like interacting with anyone you shut yourself you uh, you feel that okay like lying down and not talking to anyone is better than going out and talking to others so this is one factor why someone with depression might not go for help or express what they're going through it's because of the chemicals that changes that are happening within their body so there might be different reason uh, one is the mental health condition that is contributing to someone not seeking help but the other possible reasons why someone would not seek help or why it is why it gets difficult to seek help is uh, due to the stigma itself the stigma that surrounds mental health conditions there is also fear of disclosure so people hesitate or to seek help or to express what they're going through what will help is to acknowledge that we all have mental health so that is the first thing that we need to know second would be the lack of understanding like if one uh, is not aware of what mental wellness is and is experiencing some mental health condition they will think that okay i need to solve this by myself or uh, not express this i do not need to seek help uh, also one thing is about the uncertainty of how to get help people do not are not aware of different professionals are not aware of where to go to when they are going through these issues so it doesn't just have to be a professional where uh, you'll be going to professional talking about your problems it can just be a friend as well so this awareness needs to be there this world that we're living in is literally built of chemicals and so are we which means that there's so much to explore both our bodies and this world so i guess the least we can do is give ourselves time and chances enough to at least be afraid and not downright deny the obvious thank you so much for listening to the list where we talk about everyday issues that deserve more space bye bye